Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Now, on to today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. So this week we have the exciting uh, opportunity to talk about something that is um, near and dear to my heart. And, uh, you know, it's some talking about women's uh, sexual parts, women's genitals. And what I've found in to be quite interesting in my work is that how many women really don't know what's going on down there. Um, the the most uh, the most interesting experience I had was a woman in her seventies who came to me as a client and um, you know just wondering what you know she'd never really explored down there. She had uh, divorced in her twenties and had never um, repartnered, and you know she she was kind of curious to see well what else was going on down there that she hadn't found. And so we did a little bit of a mapping and exploration and, and um, explanation and looking at, uh, looking at what all the different parts were. And um, it was really quite enlightening. And I know at the end she was kind of like, well, you know, I would have had a lot more fun in my life if I'd known about this uh, back when I was younger. And, you know, it's never too old to learn, but it is does kind of seem to me to be a shame that because of our lack of education and awareness about, um, you know, talking about genitals, talking about sexuality, that we've really uh, missed an opportunity to enjoy parts of our body and learn about them. So I'm here with Declan today, and, you know, at first he was kind of like, I don't have anything to say on this topic, but I I wanted to bring you in, Declan, just because I I think that this isn't just a topic that relates to, to women. It relates to anybody who loves women. And, uh, you know, it might have something to do with how women are uh, able to participate in intimate acts, you know, if, they're, if they can explain to their partners what, what they're, what's going on with their body. And if their partners are also uh, aware of all the different parts, things can go much more smoothly. Um, so, so what do you think about, uh, you know, what was your experience of, you know, how did you explore what was going on down there for women? Well, yeah, I guess I was an explorer cause I, I was, I was curious. So, you know, I did, uh, explore and it was kind of, even though I was obviously exploring with another person, it wasn't necessarily like, you know, textbook style, breaking it down, like, you know, naming the parts and all, and, and all that until much later in life. Uh, so in my experience just as a young adult um, it was you know kind of floundering around in the dark a, a little bit but I was willing to, to do the exploration and uh, you know had had willing partners so that was uh, good in my particular case did you find that um, women were able to guide you down there did they even know their own anatomy or did you find that you ended up knowing more than them in some cases well yeah in some cases I did know more than them as as I got more experience you know but the you know the in the first little while it was just yeah it was just that exploring and 
oh, you know, oh, do it like this, do it like that, kind of an idea. And like I said, we weren't necessarily, you know, naming uh, uh, the parts, just kind of like, yeah, move it here, less pressure, more pressure, kind of an idea. So pretty, pretty basic in the beginning. And it, that it did seem through my dialogue with friends that, that it was quite similar across the board, you know. Mm-hmm. So come on, women. We need to get to know our parts so that we can uh, we can direct and have some idea of what we want. You know, and this brings me to another topic that you know is something that I've uh, found to be quite pleasurable to explore, and that's the elusive G spot. You know, it comes up a lot, and I know there's there's even some talk now about renaming it because, of course, it was named after you know the man that that uh, wanted to name it. So that's an interesting thing in and of itself, but. I've actually worked with a few women that did, didn't really know where their G-spot was or how to work with that. Like when in your, you know, in your lifetime of experience did you find that, that, that you started to kind of name the parts or have an idea of how they would uh, interrelate? Yeah, I was probably like approaching my, you know, mid, mid to late 20s by that time, you know, where it became like, you know, a little bit more accepted to talk about it and, and, and um, you know, in this, you know, I grew up on the West Coast, so it seemed a little bit kind of, um, a little bit more liberal possibly than, than, than other places. Uh, so, yeah, late 20s, mid to late 20s. And was it something that, you know, you and you and your partner or partners at the time were like, oh, let's learn more about this. Let's find it. Let's look up pictures or, you know, anything like yeah, that? Not, not so much. It, t- it actually tended to be in my peer group of, of, of men, you know, guys. We would talk about it amongst ourselves, you know, about our experiences and then, you know, bring whatever, whatever back to, to, an, to a different experience with a woman. So... In that way, it was kind of a, kind of a bit of a, an overflow from the patriarchal model of, of like, you know, I guess, not totally because I don't feel like I, I did that, personally in an extreme way about objectifying, women, but definitely there was that, uh, um, thing and just a, a sh- on my part a shyness about talking about it, with the partner I was more comfortable with with my friends talking about it and then this this whole uh performance angle from you know oh the man's got to be the good performer and you know pleasure the woman kind of thing so I did have some of that and that that actually made me want to explore more so I think in in a way it was a good thing yeah it sounds a little bit like a a little study circle that you had going on you and the guys (laughs) compare notes and you know and um yeah I don't think that's you know, like you said, it could it could be objectifying. It could be helpful. Both probably. Um, I think that in some ways, that would be more talked about amongst men than that were you know that were with women than between women because I don't remember ever talking with, <laughs> you know, my girlfriends and things. We wouldn't get together and talk about you know how to, you know, find the clitoris or how to 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 you know work our our parts or how to get aroused or anything. It was so, sort of not talked about at all so you know anyway uh, it's kind of interesting that this kind of lack of awareness has 
been so prevalent that even now, you know, we find it hard to to find good um, textbooks to find good good things uh, about this. There are there have been a few wonderful books written. Um, uh, you know, the pleasure pleasure for women and different things has become more of a hot topic in recent years. And I'm glad to hear that, but uh, I, f I find that a lot of the work that we're doing is really still uh, exploring and, you know, becoming familiar with these parts of our bodies that have been so shut away and so shamed in some cases. So uh, another thing I wanted to kind of bring up to you uh, was how do you feel or do you feel there was a difference between the male genitals and the female genitals with how much they were kind of known or explored? I mean, I'm imagining if my genitals were, you know, external to my body, like uh, the penis or the scrotum or all these things, that it would be easier to kind of explore. Having your genitals inside is sometimes tricky to to really, you know, find your way around. What What do you think about that? Yeah, well, you know, looking looking back on it, you know, from my perspective now, knowing what I know is like, yes, of course, you know, men are men are like generally more simple than women, right? You know, physiologically as well as emotionally, mentally, and all that. But um, yeah, just physiologically, it seems like yeah, there it is. You know, it's pretty basic, nothing too um, complicated about it. You know, yes, when you get into talking about the prostate, there was almost in my circles, ooh, a bit of a taboo. Oh, your prostate. We kind of heard about this prostate cancer and a lot, ooh, that's a lot of, a lot of men, oh, you got to go, uh, oh, you know, anal, oh, anal penetration if, if you want to stimulate the prostate. Oh, but, oh, but some girls seemed to think that that was a good thing to do. And, uh, so it was a bit of a weird uh, subject, you know, the prostate itself. You know, mm -hmm. Because, you know, for, for correct, you know, you know, stimulation, uh, I think. That's still a taboo thing then, yeah. really. And yeah, you've hit on something as well, because in learning about the female G-spot, that is actually considered the female prostate now. Um, and, you know, the prostatic tissue in females, we've kind of, it's become okay to talk about needing different stimulation, perhaps, in the clitoris or other parts of your vulva. And with men, like you said, it's still a bit of a... Uh, you know, have you gone for your prostate exam and you kind of, it's hush hush, you know, well, how do you, how do you do that? And like you said, there's maybe some curiosity now about including the male prostate in, you know, um, your organs of arousal or whatever, however you'd like to call that. Um, have you taken any uh, interest in exploring your prostate and including that in your own sexual uh, explorations? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah sure it's definitely and as far as like you know pleasure and health you know as they go together it's important you know from what I've learned from you know the amount of instances of this thing that I've heard about this prostate issues that I've heard about so and I know it's mandatory for you know guys over 40 to get checked out so I definitely do that and uh, yeah just kind of you know, exercising it like anything else Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. And do you feel like there's a, an acceptance with exploring the prostate and the and the anus and you know what could be considered? Yeah, much more so now than than in the past, for sure. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's much more accepted. 
and oh, and of course, depending on the circles, right? Depending on your peer group and all that, it varies a bit. Do you think you would have the same conversation about the male genitals with the, your kind of study circle of guy friends, or do you think that it would be different to talk about male genitalia? And... Hmm, yeah, good question. I, I can't. I don't know. Hard <laughs> to say. You haven't tried it. We'll have to send you out to do some market research. <laughs> anyway, um, so so it's an interesting thing to think about, you know, how, how well do you know your own body? And I'd, I'd ask you, you know, listeners, what you think of that and have you explored down there? One thing that I've, I've found to be a really great tool for, for women is to get a, a mirror, like a makeup mirror with a stand and actually take some time to um, look at yourself down there and to really kind of explore at least what is of what is possible to see <clears throat> and have a mirror and look at it I know that that was quite eye-opening to me I don't think I did that exercise until I was in my 20s possibly and um, you know it was something that was you know having an idea of where things were was was helpful you know that the clitoris isn't just the the uh, the little button head that you can maybe find with your finger, but that it includes you know legs that come down the sides of your labia underneath that tissue. That there's so many parts to the vulva that it really requires a bit of a study to <laughs> to you know come to terms with. And I've noticed for myself that knowing my own body has really helped me to. Uh, explore and guide and enjoy um, you know having uh, intimate encounters with partners so uh, you know I I don't know if I felt the same way about the male genitals because I kind of felt like you were expressing that they were they were rather simple and that you, you know there wasn't so much you could do but also having gotten into this area of sexuality there's there does seem to be more nuance and more places to explore um you know was there any parts that you kind of have in your mind to say yeah you know what there's the this is what i'd like to kind of expand the knowledge on you know or my own knowledge of my body nothing in particular other than just the whole of it you know just you know you know the pleasure mapping idea you know the erogenous zones and you know even though it, it does you know seem like it's like you say external and it's and it seems quite simple it's like oh you know you touch the the genitals or the penis and it and it's stimulating and it gets erect and all that but you know beyond that we're all we're all unique so we all have different different uh, ways of, of being touched that, that are are pleasurable or not so it's uh, once again but boiling down to the dialogue and the communication you know around that that subject Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot to be learned, you know, was something that was quite eye-opening to me. There's a, there's a lot to still be explored. There's a lot to be learned. And as you mentioned, we're all so individual in our own bodies that having, you know, discovered it in one person, you may have to start all over again <laughs> when with someone else. And especially if we're talking about, uh, you know, re, uh, redefined genitalia that have been um, surgically uh, changed. That's a whole different exploration. And, you know, one thing that I would offer as a somatic sex educator to anyone listening is really the idea of being curious and the idea of being an explorer and going back to that idea of, you know, 
what can we find out about this particular person's genitals or body and really uh, coming in as a beginner and a beginner's eye and, and you know, finding out anew and while still holding that, uh, you know, doing some research and learning more about it is also helpful. So this is one thing that uh, working with a somatic sex educator can can really help you with. Um, we have the educational tools and the and the way and the you know references to and pictures and and possibly um, mapping out of the, your particular genitals or uh, your partners so that we can actually have a better understanding of that. That's something that somatic sex educators can help with. And if you didn't know that that was out there, um, you know. It is, and it's definitely uh, as interesting and enlightening and, you know, uh, necessary as any other specialist in the field of health and, and body wellness. So any last words about uh, the importance of knowing, knowing what's going on down there? Well, yeah, it's like uh, from the, you know, the old, one of the Taoist philosophers, uh, know thyself, know thyself. Mm -hmm. beautiful so really really uh, that just touched me because it's like including our our genitals and, and that part of our body in our version of ourselves which i think has been so separated in our culture so you know come home to yourself and uh, know yourself uh, as declan said so i look forward to talking to you all next time have a wonderful day Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together. Again, my name is Ailsa Kepi, and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. I look forward to sharing another episode with you again very soon. Wishing you a pleasure-filled day.